Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Mark Aram Show. We're going to keep you chuckling for the next two hours on your ride home. we got a lot to talk about, but at first... I need two contestants that want to play Millennial Match Game to call right now. 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. I've got a big prize to give away. Big prize. Four tickets to the Hawks home opener mm, for Millennial Match Game. Yeah, so call now. 404-872-0750 if you want to play Millennial Match Game with our buddy Mike Shields. Uh, coming up on the show, Johnny Cabasa with a fast food review. We're going to talk about two of Longoria's favorite things. Enchiladas? Sugar Daddies and Flying Cars. One of them. (laughs) I'm going to tell you which one, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But uh, let's kick things off with Millennial Match Game, Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us in studio, he walked the 57 feet from the traffic center (laughs) to the main studio. He's uh, our friend and yours, Mike Shields from WSB's Triple Team Traffic. Your second appearance uh, on Millennial Match Game? Somewhere around there. Second or third? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mike's obviously a smart guy. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, Mike. I do triple team traffic every afternoon and uh, Saturday mornings, and I'm here to uh, to win this thing this time. We know that. We want to know your personal life. You got a you got a really beautiful wife. What, where do you live? All that good stuff. Live out uh, Dallas, Georgia. Yes, married. Have uh, two dogs, and uh, yeah, all right, living the good life. <laughs> there you go. Good. To, and how old are you, Mike? Just so we know for the millennial spectrum. Twenty nine. Twenty nine years young is Mike Shields. He's uh, playing Millennial Match Game. Let's see who our contestants on the phone are. Sarah joins us. Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Mark. Hey, Sarah. Um, I'm just <laughs> I'm just out of the Millennial Spectrum, and I'm actually just on my way home from work. So I always listen to your show awesome. for traffic updates and all the fun banter that you guys have. And where do you live, Sarah? Figure uh, Hill. Sugar Hill, baby. Sugar Hill. All right. Uh, you're going to be playing against Rick. Rick, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Tell the listeners a little something about yourself. Mark, what's up, man? How yeah, are you, brother? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, I've got two little girls, four and four months old. Um, I'm in sales and uh, enjoy listening to your show. Did you say you have twin girls? They're four months old? <laughs> No, I have two girls. One's a four-year-old. Oh, oh, very good. Well, congratulations. All right, so tonight's Millennial Match Game, famous movie quotes. So, uh, Deb Green, who's now on vacation, by the way, so Chuck is in here to keep score because I can never keep score this game properly. Uh, Deb pulled some famous movie quotes, Sarah and Rick. I'm going to play the cut, and you don't need to know what movie it's from. You just got to guess whether or not Millennial Mike Shields knows. Okay, got the rules? Got it. All right, Sarah, as always, ladies first, ladies first. Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie this cut is from? Get off my plane. I'm going to play it one more time. That was a quickie. Get off my plane. Get off my plane. Will Millennial Mike know what movie that's from? I'm going to go with no. You say no. Millennial Mike Shields, get off my plane. What movie is that? Harrison Ford, Air Force One. That is correct. All right. Ah. I know. No point for Sarah. I thought he was going to say snakes on a plane or something like that. Uh, Yeah, Harrison Ford right there. Get off my plane. Get off my plane. All right, Rick, you're up. Uh, You can take the lead here. Millennial Match Game, famous movie lines. Will Millennial Mike know what movie this famous line is from? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Rick, will Millennial Mike 
know what movie that's from? Yes, I think you will. You say yes. Mike looks pretty confident. What movie is that, buddy? Ricky's got the faith. That's Airplane. That is Airplane, yes. correct. What are the... You know, Surely I... you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I, I haven't seen that movie in 10 years. i got to rewatch it. It was such a good movie. You, you can't make that movie in 2019, Chuck. I know you're trying to do it. You can't do it. Why not? <laughs> There's so many uh, non-political correct things in that movie. You just can't do it. It's classic. All right. Uh, Rick is up now. One to nothing. Millennial Match Game continues with Sarah. Famous movie lines. Well, Mike Shields from the Traffic Center know what movie this line is from. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Now, that is not what uh, Mark McKay says to Alex Williams every day in the traffic center, but I'm going to play it again. What famous movie? Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Will Millennial Mike know what movie that is from, Sarah? Oh, gosh, I know it, but um, I'm going to say no again. Yeah, I think no on this one, too. That's a little too old for Mike. Uh, Want to take a shot at it, Mike? I'm going to say playing strings and all of the boys. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. That's son. a good guess. No, that's Animal House. That is Animal uh, House. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Rest in peace, Belushi. All right, so Sarah gets the point. Rick, you're up. Millennial Match Game Famous Movie Cut Edition with Millennial Mike Shields from the Traffic Center. Will Mike know what famous movie this cut is from? They're all going to laugh at you. One more time. at you, Mike, if you don't know this. Uh, what do you think, Rick? Will he know this? I don't know it. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know it either. Mike, I'm assuming if you know this, I'll be very impressed, Mike. That's a good answer, Rick, because I don't. I'm going to go with uh, Alf. They're all going to laugh at you. Alf Ape was not a movie, I don't believe. It was a TV show. Well, that's that's the movie uh, called Carrie. Carrie, a horror movie. Yeah. All right. You don't remember that? When I don't think I've go. ever seen that. I don't think I've ever Her seen that. Her mom tells you that? No. All right, Sarah, you're up. Millennial Match Game with Mike Shields. Famous movie lines. Will Mike know this line? I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. What do you think, Sarah? Yes! You say yes. Mike Shields. Sarah, I like it. It's uh, The Godfather. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Very good. Sarah yes. gets the point. All right, end of round one of Millennial Match Game. Brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Filling in for Deb Green's low T. What's the score, Deb? Uh, low? <laughs> Deb low? 2-2. <laughs> two, 2-2. Two. Two to two. We got a nail-biter here. Let's uh, begin round two of Millennial Match Game, Longoria. We're tied up. Sarah and Rick playing two A-piece. Brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Playing... For a four-pack of tickets and good seats, too, to the Hawks' home opener Saturday, October 26th against the Orlando Magic. Rick is up. Millennial Match Game, famous movie lines. Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie this cut is from? Number one, he hates bright lights. We know that. But you got to keep him out of the sunlight. Sunlight will kill him. Number two, keep him away from water. Don't give him any water to drink. And whatever you do, don't give him a bath. And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight. That's what my that's what my girlfriend says to me. I'm, don't eat after midnight, <laughs> don't Aaron. Don't give him a bath. All right, so I know that uh, movie line. Will Millennial Mike know, Rick? That's a tough one. I, I got to say no. You say no. I'm, I'm leaning toward a no. What do you think, Mike? I'm going to guess uh, Gremlins. That is correct. Hey. Wow. I, have you seen that? It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Don't feed him after midnight. Um, All right, here we go. Sarah, you can take the lead here. Uh, Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie this line is from? What's your name? Uh, uh, I'm the Joe Wilder. Joan Wilder, welcome to Columbia. Welcome to Columbia, Joan Wilder. What do you think, Sarah? Uh, I'm going to go no. I'm going to say no, too. Those are two famous actors. But I think this just slipped under Mike Shields' uh, window of opportunity. I don't think you've seen this movie. You want to take a shot at it, Mike? 
I just want to say Back to the Future. I know it's wrong. No, it is wrong. It's Romancing the Stone. Yeah, never Michael seen. Douglas and Kathleen Turner. <laughs> A very power 80s couple. Uh, Chuck was a big fan of hers back in the day. All right, Sarah gets the point. Rick, you're up. Millennial Match Game. Famous movie lines. Will Millennial Mike Shields, who's a fantastic guy, by the way, folks. He's just a always a smile on his face, always willing to go the extra effort. He actually writes Jennifer Griffey's 7 p.m. newscast every night. Really? He does, a lot of people don't That's know That's why that. it's the best one. That is why it's the best she one. She appreciates it. Yes. All right, here we go. Uh, will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie this line is from? You realize, of course, that we can never be friends. Why not? Men and women can't be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. That's not true. I have a number of men friends and there is no sex involved. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. You're saying I'm having sex with these men without my knowledge? No, what I'm saying is they all want to have sex with you. Uh, famous movie line. That's I believe that's an 80s movie. Do you think Millennial Mike Shields will know what movie that is from? I'm going to say no again. No again? I don't know. That's a really famous movie, really famous line. Let's see. He's struggling. Uh, what do you think, Mike? I know it's Billy Crystal. That is oh correct. Yes. Uh, what movie, though? What movie? Uh, tick, 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 tick. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle? Wow. He was not in that movie. But his co-star was. <laughs> uh, that was uh, When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally. Uh. You, you got to watch it this week with your, uh, with your beautiful wife. Great, great movie. All right. Rick gets the point. Millennial did not know. When in doubt. Even though as smart as Mike Shields is, the millennial doesn't know. All right, Sarah's up, millennial match game. Famous movie quotes. Uh, I'm not going to sway your judgment on this, Sarah, but I think Mike will get this one. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I believe you have my stapler. I believe you have my stapler. What do you think, Sarah? Will millennial Mike Shields know what movie that's from? Absolutely. I think so, too. Oh, he's oh, oh, he's thinking. I know it. I can't. Yeah. You want to hear it again? Yes. Won't be All right. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I believe you have my stapler. Think of an older Steve Winslow looking for a stapler. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Really? Oh, no point for Sarah. That is office space. Office space. Oh, office space. Yeah, the the or the red uh, swing line swing line stapler, which actually didn't exist until that movie. <laughs> then they made it because everyone wanted. It. All right, my, uh, Rick, you need this one, buddy. Uh, will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie this famous line is from? A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Chianti. By the way, it's Chianti. If you ever order that in a restaurant, it's Chianti. All right, I certainly know what movie that's from. You know, Rick, but. Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie that is from? Fava Beans and a Chianti. Yeah. He says yes. Oh. That's Hannibal Lecter. Give me a movie, though. Oh, Hannibal? Uh, <laughs> Come on. Come on. What are we going to do? Uh, it's not I called mean, Hannibal. The later ones were called movie. Hannibal. That's not what it's from. The later ones are called Hannibal. Chuck, not the, I think not you're the hardest one. working one here. That's not gonna Wait, work. Rick, did you say he would or wouldn't know? He said he would know. I said he. he I said yes. All right, I, I've, I've got a soft heart for Rick. We're going to give you credit. It's uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs was the name oh. of that movie. All right, end yeah. of round two, Millennial Match Game. What's the uh, score, low T, Chuck? Uh, Rick four, Sarah three. Oh, all right. Sarah's got a chance to tie it when we come back. Millennial Mike Shields in studio. Uh, we'll follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. It's the Mark Arum Show on 95.5 WSB. Final round of Millennial Match Game real quick. Sarah, you need this one to tie it up. Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie this cut is from? Greed is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Greed 
good. Will Mike Shields know what that's from? No. You say no. Mike Shields. I don't. That, I'm, I'm just going right. to guess the jerk. That, that is Wall Street. The jerk, not a good answer. <laughs> all right, here we go for the win, Rick. Uh, will Millennial Mike know what movie this is from? Queasy. How about a nice, greasy pork sandwich served in, in a, a dirty, dirty ashtray? Ash what do you think, real quick? Will he know, Rick? Yeah. Oh, that, no way he knows that one. No way. No, uh, Animal House. Weird Science. Weird Science, which Never. I watched last night, ironically. All right, uh, we got a tie ball game. That means both of you win. Each are getting a four-pack of Hawks tickets to the home opener Saturday, October 26th versus the Orlando Magic. Hang on the line. Loti's going to get some info from you. Mike Shields, great job as always. Now get back to the traffic center. Hi, this is Lewis Gusset Jr. This is the Mark Aram Show. And if you have any common sense, you should listen to the Mark Aram Show. No! Brookhaven. Welcome back to the show. 639, 21 in front of 7 o'clock. Mark Aram and most of the bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Deb Green's on vacation. She has never taken vacation before, so we're like kids without a, a yeah. supervisor. The babysitter fell asleep, yeah. basically. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what's going to happen over the next week, but uh, we're going to have some fun. Johnny Kilboss will join us with a fast food review. I want to talk about sugar daddies. Are you, you know what a sugar daddy is, Longoria? I do. All right. Do you know what a sugar daddy is, Chuck? Chuck says yes. Yeah, I do. All right. So when I think of a sugar daddy, I think of, you know, uh, a wealthy, wealthy older dude right. who has uh, a younger woman and just basically pays for her stuff in exchange for goods and services, basically. Goods and services. So someone, I, I need to get into the uh, professorial profession. So uh, a professor at the University of Colorado, Denver, did a study on sugar daddies and found it's not just that. You know, the, the typical stereotype that we just thought of. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, yeah, middle-aged yeah. guy, a little older than me, more right. money than me, with a, with a young lass at his side. Uh, there are different types of sugar daddies, apparently. And wow. This, there's seven types, she says. Whoa. Um, sugar prostitution. <laughs> okay. Which, okay. I, I mean, uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Compensated dating. Compensated dating. So the way I read this is, guy wants to go out to a, a nice dinner, doesn't want to go alone, he has this girl. He takes her out to dinner. Nothing little happens. Candy. Little arm candy. Yep. Pays for a dinner and throws her a couple hundred dollars or something. So that's the way I read that. Compensated yeah, yeah, dating. Yeah. Um, compensated companionship. The way I look at that is, hey, I'm going to the mall. Or do you want to go to the movies? Like someone to just hang out. Hey, Chuck's having a pool party. Come with me. Date for a wedding, maybe? Yeah, stuff like that. So, you, you know, you get paid that way. So that's another type of sugar daddy. Um, sugar dating. Which is, I don't know, different from compensated dating, sugar maybe dating. More, maybe it's not a one-off. Yeah, maybe it's maybe a little, it's more there's often. something you get yeah, a kiss. Like, yeah, maybe it's just more uh, often. Yeah. yeah. Sugar friendships. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> that's uh, I think that's what Longoria and I have is a sugar friendship. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, for what? Sugar friendships with benefits. Well, we know so what So I guess benefits what benefits means. are, but I don't know yes. what the sugar, uh, and um, the last one is um, pragmatic love. Which is, all right. Listen, you might not love me. I might not love you, but we're gonna we're gonna date, and I'm gonna pay you. I have a friend that is in one of those. Really? Yeah, she had a kid with a guy, and it's a scenario just like that. So it's like it's, it's the best. It's it's best for everybody. Like she has a she has a child, and the dad is MIA, and your buddy is you know happy to take care of her and the kid, 
as long as, you know, mm-hmm. there's uh, some sort of reciprocation there. There's a little quid pro, quid pro quo. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Just like with uh, yeah. with the Ukrainian people. Yep. Yeah, look, quid <laughs> so, pro quo. So is Trump a sugar? What was that last one? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Who, uh, <laughs> the last one was pragmatic love. Yeah, the pragmatic love. I think there's pragmatic love there, yeah. yes. So that's interesting. So how old is your buddy? Uh, no, it's I'm friends with the girl. Oh, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how She's old is the girl? 37. That's almost uh, aged out of the, the sugar baby. Well, I'm sure yeah, she started he, 10, 15 years before. Well, she, she started, there's a service for wealthy tech dorks who can't get women. Yeah. And if you want to venture down that road, you can. And she did. And she found this guy who, uh, yeah, they have a kid together. And But it's an odd there was I, it's I, an I, odd setup all it's, I know about this world of of sugar daddies is that's what it is well, I had I had a buddy years ago he is now married with kids but he was a wealthy uh good-looking guy overweight though you know yeah and he had a sugar daddy for about or he was a sugar daddy he was a sugar daddy for about five years yeah. it was uh this girl that worked at like TJ Fridays at the airport you know <laughs> but like like that was his uh sugar baby I guess and he would you know take her out to dinner and and she he would pay her rent oh it's her car note um I think she'd get an allowance yep and allowance. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. No, my friend wow. gets. My friend's got an allowance. They travel all over. They don't even live in the same house. They're yeah. in the same kind of compound. What? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Like her and her kid have kind of their own house. They're, they're, it's like a. It's a big place. He's very well off. Yeah. Like, very very well off. But yeah, I was talking to her when we were home over the Fourth of July, and she was giving me all the details, and I was slack jawed. I could not believe this. She's like, eh, I mean, we don't really like. We're not in a loving relationship yeah. thing. Symbiotic. You know, part of yeah. Part of the it's deal like those was, little fish that swim around with the shark. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of Chuck's wealthiest friends, and I keep thinking of Erickson. Yeah, no, it's not him. <laughs> I promise. I'm just, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. You know the girl. So I, I just find this whole world fascinating. If you know someone that has been on either side of a sugar daddy relationship like Chuck and I do, I'd love to hear that story and how it worked out and how it all started. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. Longoria and I are in a comp- compensated companionship. <laughs> okay. That's the way, that's our relationship. Compensated companionship. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Talk about a survey out of the University of Colorado, Denver. There's seven layers of sugar, sugar daddy relationships. Uh, the weird world, not that I'm judging, of sugar daddiness. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Michael joins us on the program. What's going on, Michael? Oh, driving uh, home. How you doing? Excellent. What do you know about uh, this world of sugar daddies? Well, there's one that uh, they didn't mention. There's the eighth one, the Splenda Daddy. What is this? <laughs> Do I want to know what a Splendid Daddy is? Not as uh, well, not as tasty as a Sugar Daddy? No, Russ in Gainesville. Uh, Great <laughs> example of a Splendid Daddy. Nice. Uh, oh, I think he was, uh, what's the pink packet? Sp- sweet and Low. I think he's sweet a Sweet and Low. low. He's, yeah. he's a Sweet and Low Daddy. Yeah, I don't know if we'd consider Russ a Sugar Daddy. But, he, you know, he did buy that girl anything she wanted at the dollar store. So I guess that would be... Yeah, you know, if there's we'll, levels, he's definitely yeah, a level. he's definitely a level. Nick's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Nick. Yeah, how you doing today? What's up, buddy? Probably it was about a year and a half, two years ago, something like that. I was up in Tennessee shooting a television show. Mm-hmm. 
When I got back, a woman reached out to me online. She found me, I guess, either on Facebook or Instagram. We met up, you know, for dinner one night and everything, and we ended up having this relationship for probably four to four to five months, something mm-hmm. like that. She paid for everything, and it was so she was your sugar mama. Exactly. Wow. What did that feel like? It was pretty sweet. This was an attractive lady. She bought me clothes, shoes. She always paid for dinner. And um, my job was just to... Are, are you like a really good-looking dude, Nick? Are you funny? Like, how did, how did you land a sugar mama? Well, she reached out to me. She liked what she saw when I did my television show, and she somehow found me online interesting that never happens to traffic reporters i can tell you that no, no, one, no one's ever reached out to me like i want to pay your bills mark <laughs> i want to pay your so how did why did it end or how did it end nick i ended it because um it just um i ended up dating somebody else and um chuck said was. she died <laughs> did she did not she did not die did she no she no. did not die all right that's it uh, all right so sugar mamas are out there I, I mean, have you ever been, uh, have you ever had a sugar mama long ago? <laughs> no. Megan, Pennsylvania could be your sugar she mama. She could, yeah. yeah Maybe she has some money. Uh, t- that's true. <laughs> that's true. You're married to sugar mamas. Tim's in Doraville. Tim, welcome to the program. Hello there. Hello, sir. So it would have been about 1997. Um, I'm pumping gas at a quick trip up in Gwinnett County near uh, 316. Love quick trip. And a guy in a black Porsche pulls up, and it was a guy that I knew Back in Athens, working at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and we worked. Uh, we were working at McDonald's together, and uh, I see him. And say, "Hey, man, how's it going? Hadn't seen you in ten years or so." And I was like, "I got to ask, uh, where's the black Porsche and the nice duds?" And he proceeded to tell me he um, went to after after uh, McDonald's. He went to work for a pool company, and he got the one day the come hither young man no uh, way the a- the actual pool boy story happened yes oh. 100% <laughs> oh man um, and so he uh, got put up in the pool house got keys to uh, the big house got all the cars got a credit card with a uh, you know unlimited budget and he did that for about 5 years he said and then um you know that that was about it that was got it ports yeah, yeah got he got to keep ports. all he got to keep all the goodies he got to keep some of the goodies. And I asked him, I was like, so how is it uh, being intimate with this older woman? And he said, you know, she's very well kept and uh, had no problems with it. And he very was well arm kept. candy. And, uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Gonna, ar- arm candy. Yeah. And, Tim, uh, Tim, I'm going to, I love the story. I'm going to leave it at, she was very well kept. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> when we come back, Russ in Gainesville, speak of the devil. We'll talk about his uh, sweet and low daddy status, sugar daddies and Flying cars, could they actually become a reality? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. Show to good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Deb Green off on vacation, well deserved. 
Her first vacation of the year, Longoria. You believe that? I know. All the way in October. Uh, Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Then there's Chuck. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a brand new fast food review in 30 minutes. We'll keep talking about the sugar daddy story, uh, but I want to talk about this. Um, flying cars. You know, when we were kids. Yeah, we were promised them. Uh, we were promised them. I assumed by 2019 we'd have flying cars by now. Back to the future say we'd have them by yeah, exactly right. The Jetsons, back to the future, everything. We would have flying cars. Um, it actually is closer to reality now. Boeing and Porsche are set to uh, team up and make a flying car, specifically a self-driving air taxi. So the two companies announced they'll work together to develop a concept for an upscale commercial commercial passenger drone and evaluate the potential market for such a vehicle. This, the, I mean, if you get um, Porsche and Boeing together, I think they can make good things happen. Sure, but this seems insanely dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you won't be driving them. Or, no, you can drive them. Longori won't no, drive no, no, the, no. the I car. I don't want him in the air. It'll yeah. all be uh, computerized, Longori. They called me to, to uh, <laughs> like, go out, go test with me. Yeah, test drive with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need you to wreck this and see how it <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, it's the next generation mobility ecosystem is what they're calling it. Um, so maybe, maybe we could have flying cars. Are they going to take off from like, you know, standing? I, 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 aren't there helicopters? Well, I guess all helicopters. I don't know. I don't know, Longoria. I don't know yet. I'm not in the board meetings. Mm. But here's the question I, I want to ask. <laughs> maybe you should. What hasn't been invented yet that should have been invented? Obviously flying cars. What should we have in 2019 that we don't have yet? Oh, when you were a kid in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, what did you think would be invented by now? That we don't have yet. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, if you want to discuss flying cars and inventions that we should have in 2019. Back to Sugar Daddies and Sugar Mamas. Randy from the Digital Desk joins us. Um, you don't personally have any Sugar Daddy experience, but you know some people that, that did, right? Sure. Oh, really? You know, it, it started off as a, as a project. Okay, yes. I was doing it for someone. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a site called, I think it was called SinkingArrangements.com, right? Sinking Arrangements, okay. And, uh, yeah, you know, pretty much the men, a lot of them, they already have it kind of written out what they're looking for. The men. Most of the men wanted you to be in school or going towards school, right? Yeah. So they pay for your tuition. They gave you, like, a weekly allowance. Um, you had to send, like, when your semester was over, to send your scores over. Those, those are the guys that were going to pay for your tuition. Like the your guys grades? That, they want to see your Great. They wanted to see that you were in school and enrolled. Yeah. Wow. Now the the two gentlemen that I just entertained for like a short hot minute. Yes. Um, it was cool, <laughs> but it just felt kind of like weird. Because for what one, what did they like, want in return for paying tuition and all that stuff? Well, these two, because you you know they tell you what they want up yeah. front. What did these they want? two? They wanted date. They wanted to go out. One guy wanted the girlfriend to go out experience. That's what they call it, the girlfriend experience. Sure, but I didn't have to kiss. No, they, no, they you just go out, you go out to dinner. I had stuff. to go out to this little opera thing here, and then the other guy, we went <laughs> on. Some little opera thing. Some little opera, whatever, yeah. his date. And the other guy, he wanted me to go with him to Florida, but the idea was one guy, you had to week, uh, a weekly meetup, and then one dude, we go out, of, you know, go out of town or whatever like that. Um, you know, they wanted pictures. Yeah. You know, luckily, again, I got lucky. They did not want news or none of that yeah, craziness, yeah. but yeah, they wanted that. And How you know, prevalent is this in, in the community? In Atlanta, yeah. very. Really? It's sugar daddies on every corner. No and All of them don't want, you know, some of that other stuff. So, But it was just not for me. And one of them got to liking me. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're like 70. I could not do it. Yeah. I just could not do it. Um, so I had a buddy that, this was probably 15 years ago, that had, was a sugar daddy. And he paid for the girls. But this was the whole package. I mean, he, he whatever. He yeah, got everything. Okay, for everything. But he paid for her apartment, her car note. 
uh, gave her a weekly allowance. Yeah. Um, is that does that kind of stuff to happen? <laughs> Absolutely, really. And it's like if you are, like, it seems like you get more if you do go all the way. But yeah, they were very. And one dude had a contract. You have a contract. Wow. You sign. You do. Like it was so. I wonder weird. if that's, I wonder if that's Clark Smart. <laughs> what is Clark? What does Clark Howard yeah. think about contracts? For, contract for sugar, sugar daddy. Yeah, Clark, call the hotline. I mean, that's a smart thing. Everybody knows what they're getting into. Yeah, it's very clear and clear. Uh, so yeah. I, I had a friend. He's now married with kids, but he used to travel for work a lot. And there was a website. I don't want to say a name, but it was something sugar daddy blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And he would like say he was flying to Seattle for the weekend. He'd get on there and post, or I would say, "Hey, I'll be in Seattle the weekend, October eighteenth." Um, I'm looking for a date for dinner and fun. And then girls would contact him, yeah. and he would take him out to dinner, nice dinner, wine, whatever, and then take him back to the hotel. Yep. Whole for new fun. World. For fun. For fun. Yeah, yeah. they'd play Boggle. <laughs> they play Boggle. So that's, this is a real thing. It is a and real Atlanta, thing. Atlanta is a big thing. You know, and before I moved to Atlanta, I remember seeing, I was at a hotel in Dallas, and it was saying, you know, Atlanta, number one city for sugar daddies. Wow. And I didn't believe it, but now I'm a believer. I'm running in the wrong circles. Look at the, look who I'm running with. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck sorry. in Longoria. I All right. Randy, dropping knowledge. Good job. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville. He's not a sugar daddy. He's a sweet and low daddy. Russ, come here a minute. I want to uh-huh. talk to you. Russ, you're a sugar daddy, right? You consider yourself a sugar daddy. Uh, you know, I bought some girl today a telephone. It cost me $62. $62 phone. Was it a flip phone? <laughs> was it a burner? It was a crack phone. She picked it uh, out at Walmart. Oh, you're such a... See, all right, that is, that's a sugar daddy move, buying a girl a phone, for real. Yeah, you know, it's 62 bucks. Yeah, it's 62 hey, bucks you don't have right girl. now. I got a brand new girl. All right. I just picked her up today, about noon. And she's really good looking, and I like her a lot. I already told her I was looking for a wife. I don't know if she took it seriously, but um, she's here with me now. My Cadillac broke down. Okay? Oh, no. I'm sorry. So she actually, yeah, with her in the car, breaks down. I get a brand new girl, so the car breaks down. So she actually rode in a taxi with me back to my place. So well, I have two, I have cool. two questions, Russ. What, where did you meet her, and what's her name? <laughs> her name is Jules. She's 39 years old, Ooh. and I met her at the laundromat. That Now, that's a legitimate place to meet a woman. <laughs> that is. That's, that's legitimate. It's the best place. Do, yeah, yeah. That not, I mean, nothing against Little Caesars and wherever The dumpster. Else, the dumpster, but the laundromat is where, like, uh, marriages can start at, at a laundromat. Well, you know, you remember Happy Days, Fonzie, when he was telling somebody how to pick up girls, he said go to the grocery store. Yeah, that's always good. I tell Jay Black that all the time. I'm like, go to the Publix, man. Go to the Publix on Collier, Jay Black, or Target. At Atlantic Station, it's good just to sit there. Yeah, I don't have to give you any uh, advice. All right, so Jules, thirty-nine. You met her at the laundromat. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. Is Jules the one you bought the phone for? No, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> no, that was Jennifer. Uh, yeah. So right. I met her right after I bought the phone. Actually, when I took Jennifer back, uh, that's when I went to laundromat and met uh, Jules. Very oh. good. Well, I, I got a good feeling about this one, Russ. I like the name. I like the meat story. And I like that she wrote in the cab with you. That's very cool, buddy. That's pretty cool. So she's obviously staying here because we can't go anywhere. Yeah. So, do uh, do me a favor. Cool, yeah. Shoot me a work-appropriate picture of Jules, please. Work. <laughs> okay, absolutely. Appropriate <laughs> picture. All right. Thank you. There's there's Russ in Gainesville. Walter's in Jonesboro. Walter, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yes, hi. Hello, Walter. Well, I have a good... Friends lives in another state. There's sugar daddy to two women. Two of them? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Different locations, and he's a retired professional. 
and uh, I met one of them uh, about two months ago, very attractive girl. Mm -hmm. He loves to travel, and they become traveling companions. No, no sex. Nothing. But he's, an, he's an older man. Coitus. We call it coitus, Walter. No coitus. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's an older man, and he enjoys female company. He sure. loves trains. And when there's a special train tour, he takes one of the two of them on a train. Now, one time, they know each other slightly. He took both of them on a trip, but that didn't end well because Jealousy, the two women, yeah. since they had the same guy spending money on them, giving them credit cards, yeah, it, he, he decided that wasn't a good idea. wasn't going to do it again. Do you know how much he's he's spending a week or a month on these two girls or a year? They, or? they both have credit cards. Uh, and he pays off monthly, and they're probably uh, about 3000 each. Oh and both God. of them live in places that uh, he, he bought for them. Well, and, but he's happy with this situation. Yes, he seems to be. He uh, doesn't seem to have any problems with it. So well, it's as long as you don't mix the two women. It's yeah, yeah, no, keep the kit, keep them separate. We could have kept Russ on the phone and give him that advice. Keep the women separate. <laughs> yeah, he obviously hasn't learned that. So are, are, are you single, Walter? Are you married? What's your status? I'm widower, and uh, I used to dream of stuff like that, but my my best results were in the 60s. I took a Pontiac <laughs> convertible on a freighter to Europe oh my just to meet women, and uh, in those days you could stay at night for about $5 a night in most big cities, and I'd park the car somewhere and uh, just see who would talk to me about the car, and you'd find a lot of women that liked American convertibles. I, would, I wouldn't doubt it. So I'm, I'm sorry about the, the loss of your wife. Um, have you considered becoming a sugar daddy? Uh, I considered, but uh, I think age and lack of finances to become a sugar yeah, daddy. Yeah, that, that's the problem for most of us. Because that, that's 3000 a month on two credit cards, Yeah. plus their living arrangements, plus the trips. Wow. I, yeah, I, I couldn't afford that. That's no, I know. Yeah. At least he's got two decent-looking women. Hey, the one thing he misses, he loves politics, and the two women aren't interested in politics. Well, he can always call into Erickson's show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he can talk to him he, for he free. Could. Yeah, he doesn't have to pay Erickson. <laughs> Erickson will take his call for free. Great call, Walter. Thank you for uh, for giving us maybe, that. Maybe his friend should give one of the women to Walter. You know? Imagine paying two $3,000 credit card bills a month. And not getting it, I mean, Nothing. and there's no yeah. coitus, coitus Longoria. Coitus. Tom is in Kennesaw. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, buddy, how you doing? What's cooking, Tom? When I was 22 years old, a buddy of mine told me of a place in Buckhead where ladies that had already made their money or their husbands had died. Mm -hmm. And I'm 64 now, so back then I was a good-looking feller. So I go down there. After a few weeks, I met a lady that had her own company. She inherited, I guess, from her husband. Yeah. And she said, "If you'll just, if you'll just stay at my house and be there when I get home, car, an allowance." I did this for a couple of months, and I got feeling trapped. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. That's it. It's an odd situation. Now, did did she want anything physical from you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, she, she, yeah. I was 22. She was in her 50s. Uh, a good-looking gal. Yeah. 
bless her heart. But, and I've often wondered if I'd have stayed in that situation where I would be now. You'd be uh, retired on uh, a yacht, my friend. Retired on a... <laughs> now, is this Johnny's hideaway? Is that where you met this girl? You know the police. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. I was there in my 20s as well. I But no... no uh, I, I was never good looking enough for the, uh, the sugar mamas. They were like, nah. Pudgy Jewish kid's not going to do it for me. I'm not paying your rent, kid. Where's Chuck? Jews nugget. Where's Chuck? Uh, more of your sugar daddy and sugar lady stories. And flying cars may be a possibility soon. In 2019, what should have been invented by now? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 725, 62 degrees on Peachtree Street. Two and a half. On the Mark Aram Show, back sweat meter. I think Mel had lows in the 40 today. Talking flying cars and sugar daddies only on the Mark Aram Show. G's in Douglasville. G, welcome to the program. What's G? going on, man? How are you? Hey, G, what's going on? Hanging out. Uh, I want to talk about uh, flying cars. I was thinking uh, the Hyperloop. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's a tube, kind of like Futurama. You ever seen the show Futurama? Yeah, yeah. Those tubes you jump in and they kind of whisk you, whisk you away. You yeah. Yeah, I've seen some companies that are trying to develop those, and I don't see why it hasn't been developed already. Now, they used to have those in the 50s. called They were called pneumatic tubes. Where, pneumatic tubes, yeah. Yeah, like if you were in a big skyscraper, Longoria, let's say you worked at the Empire State Building, and you wanted to send something to the mailroom, you'd, you'd put it in this little thing and then slide it in the pneumatic tube, and it would shoo, zoom right down to the mailroom. So something like that, yeah, but I for people, right? For people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm Just all right like that. with that. It's called you... a Hyperloop. They're trying to build them now, but there's some... The problem like is like a thing at the bank where you put your money yeah, in. Exactly. You, oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like with the ever-growing waistline of Americans, you'd have to the tubes yeah. would have to really big, be Maybe really oversized, big. really big, really really big. Uh, Derek's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Derek. Hey, Mark. Nice going, man. Love the show. Thank you, sir. Um, I just thought of a perfect song on this occasion. Baby face. As soon as I get home. Longoria, can we find that? <laughs> well, he's singing it. Why do we have to find it? Well, I want, I want to hear the real version. Have you ever had an experience with sugar daddies? Uh, no, but actually, I just wanted to comment on the uh, on the invention thing. Yeah. You know what? I wanted always wanted to have invented, but they have not. Is lightsabers? I, you know, I would think, you know. You know, this thing is from the seventies. It's two thousand. Why don't we have lightsabers? The, th- the thing about lightsabers are. I, I think people would cut their legs off pretty consistently because they're so, you know, if we're, if we're going with the regular Star Wars lightsaber, right? And, it, it like, you just have to, like, hold it against something and it'll slice it, right? As opposed to a sword, you just put a sword on your leg, it's not going to slice. If you, But if you just place a lightsaber on your leg, it's going to cut it off. I don't think we're ready for lightsabers no, in 2019. I, I don't think... That would be People cool. People eat Tide Pods. We don't need to be having <laughs> lightsabers. <laughs> People eat Tide Pods. We don't like lightsabers, but then maybe if you prove your value, but then the Second Amendment issues are lightsabers protected by the Second Amendment. I would say yes, Longoria. Yes, they are. You come in my home, I'm cutting your uh, your torso off in half with a lightsaber. Uh, more of your calls and Johnny Cabasa next 404 750 This is the Mark Aaron Show. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mar... Mar- uh...
Welcome back to the show, 736, 24 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram, Longo, and Low T with you till 8. Deb Green's on vacation. I'm assuming listening live on the WSB Radio app. Once you get home, folks, you can listen on the uh, WSB Radio app or Amazon Alexa. Just say play WSB, and Longoria has been banging out those podcasts. Available anywhere you can uh, find podcasts, iTunes, or WSBRadio.com. And you post them on my Facebook page, Mark Aaron, WSB. Johnny Cabasa will join us in just a minute with a fast food review. Uh, talking about two very divergent topics tonight, sugar daddies and sugar mamas. Apparently it's a big thing here in Atlanta. And there are seven different types of sugar daddies, according to a new survey, research study done by uh, a professor in Colorado. And flying cars might actually happen Boeing and Porsche are putting their heads together and going to come up with uh, autonomous flying vehicles where people will just get picked up and dropped off and you don't have to drive them. The computer will drive them. So I'm asking, what should have been invented by now in 2019? We all assume the flying cars. You know what I want, Longoria, that's not been invented yet? What? Enchiladas? No. Well, close. It's a food, though. (laughs) Okay. Um, Like the the instant meal, like in uh, Fifth Element. Oh, okay. Remember, she puts, like, a pill in the microwave, and it comes out, and it's a whole turkey dinner? Right, yeah. Like, where's that? Where's that thing where you get... What are the what are the Army ones? What are they, MRIs or M... What are they MRI, called? Meals ready to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but, like, in, in Fifth Element, the, the redhead puts, like, a little pill in a microwave, hits a button, and one second later, she's got this big turkey dinner. Like, that should be invented by now. Uh, 404-872-0751-800-WSB-TALK. Don's in Marietta. Don, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, love the show, guys. Thank you, yeah, uh, They had a thing like that in one of the Back of the Futures, too. They had a hydrator. She put a little bitty <laughs> pizza in there, and That's it came right. out really big. That's right, yeah. the hydrator. Yeah, but I, I'm kind of older, so I like Star Trek, some of the stuff from there. Like, they had the replicator. I mean, if you had that, socialism would work. What? I mean, because you don't, have, you don't have any... You know, you don't have any needs in Star Trek. You don't have you don't have to have basic materials. You know, you just push the replicator out comes food. I'm clothes, not I'm not weapons. familiar with the replicator. So how did that work? He, he just pushed a button and then a meal would come out. It's kind of like you think you didn't even have to put in a pill. You know, they needed shoes, push the thing, clothes, and shoes come out. It was just a replicated through my, a molecular replicator. Could they do food? And, uh, can you tell I'm hungry? By the yeah. way, I'm talking about food. Yeah. All right, so we can replicate uh, yeah, they a, did food. a patty melt from uh, from Waffle House. I had a great Waffle House meal, by the way, this morning. Shout out to Waffle House. That's just fantastic. Just fantastic. Did you go this morning? I, I saw did. you post. I did. I was, I was really jealous. Yeah. I wanted to go. So I was so hungry. Um, I, I also got my shoe, sh- my shoe shot, my flu shot yesterday. Did you get your flu shot I yet? I did not. I didn't get to make I it I did there. not even feel the, the needle. The nurse was amazing. That's good. My arm's a little sore now. but yeah, it's like, supposed to be. Like, I hate needles, but I didn't even feel it. It was it was quite amazing. Tip of my hat to uh, the nurse upstairs. Ricky's in Alpharetta. Ricky, welcome to the program. Hey, what's going on? Hello, Ricky. Um, I, th- I didn't... I think the women's side of the um, sugar, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is more prevalent than the, the guy side. Explain, explain they, what you're saying. They, because they keep that quiet. Right, this is what happened. I'll make it real quick. Okay. Um, uh, high-powered attorney I worked with, um, her husband had some issues with the law and he got put in minimum security prison Ooh. for like four years. Okay. And so she starts asking me to, um, you know, can I cook her dinner because she didn't want to, you know, come home. Sure, and sure. Do Empty it. House and I, and I, I'd love to cook. I'd love to cook. So 
give me the money, yeah. I'd cook, and she'd come home, we'd have dinner, it'd be cool, you know, and yes, did that happen? Yes. So you think there are more um, sugar mamas out there than we're led to believe? Correct. Wow. Correct. And, you know, um, it only lasted until he got out of... Out of the who's you know, cow. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Were you ever worried that he was going to come I, find I, you? I just kind of fade, faded into the distance. All right. That's, that's fair. I don't know if I could uh, date a woman whose husband's in jail. Uh, that, that's a little too much for me. A little too much for you. I don't want to do that. Speaking of jail, Longoria's eating a banana on the other side of the takeout window right now. It's off-putting. I don't need to see that. 404-872-0751-800. WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, We Do Not Want to Know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Whether I'm inside the Hooskow or outside the <laughs> Hooskow because I'm wrapped in bacon, I'm here for the day. I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please. Let, let's go back to Azalea Circle for a second. What, Take me there. And let's leave me and you out of the equation. But the other, the other gentlemen that we would hang out with, um, and they would hang out with dancers, the dancers would pay for everything, right? Were those sugar mamas for, for our friends? <laughs> I would put that in the category of generous friends and maybe taking pity on our gentleman friends. Okay, so, taking pity and, on our no, poor asses. And you might be misremembering that. I don't remember <laughs> them ever paying for everything. They might have paid for something. Uh, they, again, my memory is really, really hazy from that time of our lives. But I do remember, so Longoria... Uh, Johnny Kilbasa and I ran with a pack of people back in the late 90s. And, and, and included in that pack were a bunch of... Uh, Shoe show dancers that would make a lot of money. You know, Johnny and I, I'm making eight bucks an hour at WSB. Johnny was probably doing better than that, but we were, you know, we were poor young 20 year olds, and these girls would come home with like $1,200 in singles. So I, I, I vaguely remember them buying us stuff. Like we'd go out to bars and they would pay for the drinks and stuff. Yeah, that, that would happen. It was far from the actual sugar daddy, sugar mama. For us, now maybe there was a couple people getting the sugar on the side that we didn't know about, but who knows? Yeah. Anyway, not they for were me. celebrities. We were just happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, we were just happy good, to be good there. Good answer. Indeed. All right, what's on the menu tonight, Johnny K? Happy Meat-toberfest, everybody. All kinds of beefy goodness going on at Arby's. They're switching things up for Oktoberfest for the rest of us. Meat-toberfest for them, Mark. They got beef coming out of every hooskow in the neighborhood, Mark. You've got beer, beer braised beef, something you don't normally see. We'd call that shredded beef. And then they've got a beer cheese and double beef. And then throw it all together for the beer cheese triple stack. So let's break this down if you want me to. Three different sandwiches, pretzel top buns on all of them, onion straws on all of them, a special brew pub mustard on all of them. That's the kind of mustard that has the little... I don't even know if the little snowballs in them yeah. crunch when you, when you <laughs> yeah, yeah. down on them. I know what you're talking about. Like tapioca <laughs> mustard. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And like, what, what are those little things in my mouth? I don't even know. I think they're actually mustard oh. seeds, right? Are those, are those seeds? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We just eat them. But, uh, but we know what you're talking about. It's a good visual. You get little balls of delight. All right, so, so what goes with these? Like, what, what should our side order be if we're getting a combo? 
Right. Well, I would definitely go curly fries. Definitely, okay. And these sticks just to wash it down. All right. That's what I would do. Because I so like, sometimes main... I'll go with the potato cakes over the curly fries. I like potato cakes. Remind me of latkes. You are. You're Mr. Potato Cake. 2019. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I'll stop there on the way home. For I don't know what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. Maybe I'll, so I posted. So you've got yeah. It's basically the difference. You got you can choose between the shredded beef mm-hmm. and that's the beer brave beef. Okay. Or you can have the regular Arby's beef and they're going to give you double the beef there. Oh, now, if you want to throw both of those together and top it off with a little corned beef, that's when you're coming in with Johnny Cobasa's beer cheese triple stack. All right, maybe I'll try that in the way. That seems like a lot, though. I don't think that would sit well with me tonight. Probably not. So I went to I, I went to Waffle House this morning, Johnny K, and I, I posted a picture of the menu and I just asked people on Facebook. What's their normal order? And we got I got the normal responses. Two eggs, hash browns covered. But this one guy blew me away. Reminded me of you. He says he gets a meat omelet. And what he mm. does is he goes in. And, and unless he goes to a one uh, he's ever been before, like people give him. He wants an omelet with all the meats they have. So we're talking ham, bacon, sausage, pork chop, chicken, and steak. All the meats inside an oversized omelet. I was like, damn. That actually. That sounds great. Right. And just think of how many eggs you need to envelop all those meats. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. DM me, dude. Let's go to Waffle House. Yeah, D- DM me. I'm going <laughs> to slide into Johnny's DM. But that's got to be like a nine or ten egg omelet to fit. If you got to fit a whole pork chop in there, a whole chicken breast. Well, a, I'm sure they cut it up. St- well, I know, yeah. But still. <laughs> putting a whole but they're not gonna cut, chunks of meat. They're not going to cut half a steak and chop that up. You know, you know they're going to yeah, use a whole steak. It's probably a $30 omelet, but uh, I think I might have to walk down that plank sometime. I think you're right. The chefs they have behind the counter at Waffle House are magicians. Yeah. The things that they can do. Absolutely. Always right. amazed. All right, Johnny, you're always beer battered, and we appreciate you as always. And? If the Meat-toberfest is high, so am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Talk podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. There you go. You down with the Arby's, Longoria? I am. Might have to hit oh, that on the man. way home. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, Jules joined us in Gainesville. Jules, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi. Hello, Jules. <laughs> um, I, I just got a whole bunch of text messages saying that y'all were speaking about a girl named Jules from Gainesville. I'm yes. Serious. Is that you? Are you are you uh, now friends with Russ in Gainesville? You don't. I mean, this isn't a court of law. You can lie. Blink but. once if you're okay. <laughs> are, are you are you now hanging out with a guy named Russ? Um, sometimes. Sometimes. All right. What's your story, Jules? Tell us your background. Am oh I? Um. The questions get harder, Jules. I'm, I'm, I promise you. I say I'm not, not exactly sure how, what to say. <laughs> um, are you fr- originally from Gainesville? No, originally from Roswell, Georgia. Roswell. Do you like Waffle House? Uh, sometimes. Which do you prefer, Dollar <laughs> General or the Dollar Store? These are going to be important Russ questions you need to answer. Uh, dollar Store. Do you like Little Caesar's Pizza? Yes. Yes. Uh, a meat yes. yes. Um, have you ever been to Applebee's? Yes. All right. You'll work out fine. You Welcome to the club, Jules. You like oh, riblets. Yes, you like riblets. All right, we'll talk to you later, Jules. Thanks, buddy. Teresa is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Teresa. Hey there. I was thinking on inventions. Yes. And I used to watch the old Star Trek mm-hmm. movies, and I thought, now, other than beaming me up, uh, <laughs> some of the things that they would do with the medical 
Thanks. Oh, like the laser, they're just cut out. Like Kirk got stabbed, and, they, and Bones would just take a laser and, like, sh- fix yeah. them right away? Yeah. <laughs> that should happen soon. And the, I forgot about the beaming up. You think yeah. that'll ever happen? There you go. The transporter. Yeah. Do you think beam, beam me up? Yeah, probably not. You don't think? You not do in our lifetime. Chocolate factory. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's true. What do you think, though? In our lifetime, you think it'll no, happen? No, not in our lifetime. Maybe, um, maybe. Not in our. But, uh, and, and so I was thinking all those medical advances, you know, they might actually have a cure for cancer somewhere along the line. Well, Long- Longoria thinks they actually do. He's big into conspiracy theories, but yeah, they killed that the dude. pharma industry is, is they, killed they killed that killed dude. That dude. Um, all right, uh, we're quickly going off the rails. We have one segment to go on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB, back after these messages from our delightful corporate sponsors. Love them all. Mark Aram. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show. Got to be real quick. Uh, we ran out of time. Rick's in Smyrna. Rick, welcome to the show. What do you have? Man, how you doing, Mark? Excellent, buddy. What's cooking? Good, good. I was, first of all, trying to see if your producer knew about the song by Macy Gray called Sugar Daddy. Oh, yeah. I know that song. Such a great freaking bumper for the topic, you know? Macy Gray. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Macy Gray. Yeah, man. Yeah. And listen, uh, if Waffle House doesn't have you on the payroll, I think uh, <laughs> they should. Well, it's funny. Uh, so our old <laughs> intern, Jake, his dad gave me a Waffle House gift card like as a thank you for uh, having his son intern. I forgot I had it in my wallet. And I went today. A hundred bucks on that thing, Longoria. I was like making it rain in Waffle House today. Mike's incoming. Mike, uh, real quick, what do you have, buddy? Uh, the next biggest invention that's coming in the next fifty years is three D printing is going to put the supermarket business out of business or half out of business. You think we're going to be able to print food? We uh, print food, print, uh, <laughs> print anything you need in your house. You'll have one room that's just that's a huge. 3D printer. We can do curly fries from Arby's. Longoria can print those at his house. I'm just telling you. All right. Listen, I'm all for that. Longoria's all for that. I'm all for start of the show. We did it, by the way. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram? We made it. A whole show without Deb Green. I didn't think we could do it. Mike Shields was going to get start of the show until uh, Randy came in and told us she had two sugar daddies. So there's no question, right? Randy gets star of the show? Yeah. Randy, sugar daddy. And her sugar daddy gets half each. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. According to the contract, they have to get half. (laughs) That's true. Um, What do we got tomorrow, Longoria, since I have no producer? Uh, Little Sanjay. Little Sanjay. There you go. Thursday. I don't even know what day it is. Tomorrow. Um, We're going to be lost this week. I know, I know. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.